On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is High Tide. Good to have you back for the final hour of this Saturday program. I'll tell you what, Blakey, um, have you ever tried reading weather live off your mobile phone when you're on air? No, I tend not to. It's a bit difficult. But I can tell you this, if you're thinking of going out and playing today uh, inshore Broken Bay to Port Hacking, offshore I should say, a southerly 15 to 25 knots. So it's up there. It's it's decreasing. It's It's decreasing during the day down to about 15, 10 to 15, which is quite pleasant. Bit of a lump there, one to two metres decreasing. On two to two point five, it's still a bit of a lump. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's all right. That just keeps. It. Uh, what do the pommies say? It's sporty, yeah. kind of sporty. Now, Peter Sayer used to say for well-founded vessels. <laughs> well-founded Founded vessels. vessels. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> and he's copying that at the moment. He's got 20 metres, 20 knots off the boom, yeah. and it sounds like it's going to get worse. If he's had to move his course 10 degrees... It, it's yeah, not so. good. I did the same thing last year. We were coming back from um, Herald Kays, and we are on a time frame. We had to get back into Port Douglas, and we had uh, over 24 hours of 30 to 35 knots and 3 to 4 metres on the quarter. Yeah. It was not pretty. Yeah. And you just, I, I tried to get into Port Douglas. I ended up 50 a mile further north. <laughs> That's the best angle I could get to make it comfortable. Well, see, you know, with sailing, you, 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 you're always, you never ever want to be going You're always, you're always complaining. You're We're sailing. always complaining. Yeah. And I tell you what, well, I, I've done a fair bit of tacking, but compared to some politicians... <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy, some of them Hang can on, tack. Are you talking about Mark Bonassi? No, specifically sure? not, because he flies the flag for the fishers. We'll find out. Mark Bonassi, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Oh, we're good. I was wondering where Grant was going with that. Yeah, so was so Grant. Was <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Mark? Oh, look, we've, um, yeah, I'm sorry I missed you last week. We, I, I ducked out for a, a bit of a hunt last week, so I was a bit incommunicado. That's but, um, right. Yeah, no, look, I've sort of come back and the uh, department has uh, dropped this uh, news that we're um, going to change the rules on Mulloway yet again um, because they've had this Mulloway recovery strategy since the early 2000s with pretty much zero... Zero improvement uh, in, you know, according to them, in in terms of um, their status, they're still being listed as uh, as depleted. Yeah, but um, Mark, Mark, on that, they they haven't changed the minimum size. Um, mm. They they've mucked around with the bag limits and more for charter boats and also the commercial, not so much on the recreational. Yeah, well, now they've put in some changes for the recreational. Yeah, um, which sort of goes against good good common sense anyway they've gone from one person uh, one one per person now to two per boat yeah when all our all our uh, possession limits and, and catch limits and based on and, and exemptions are, are based on the, the individual person um, not necessarily a, a boat limit and and doesn't really factor in well what if, what if you're fishing from shore yeah um, well, if you're fishing so from yeah, shore, it's, it's yeah. one per person. It doesn't matter then. You get, you get ten people fishing. There's ten fish. Mm. So why, why is it? So why does it matter whether you're in a boat or or on shore? It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily. Um, but but if you're fishing on shore, you're not in a group where you can't go anywhere. You're not going to. If you get into a school of them, I can see a slight yeah. difference there. But I look, I like that, that they put more on the commercial. That they've cut them back from 500 kilos a day to 200 kilos a day. Yeah, look, I guess 
yeah, obviously the concern with the commercial reduction is that it's the data that they've been using and the the justification they've been using is a bit is a bit dated. Yeah, they keep yeah. talking about well, in the seventies we yeah we had five thousand commercial fishermen catching X amount of ton of fish, and now you know the um, yeah, that's dropped dramatically. It's, well, of course, it's dropped dramatically. We'd, we'd be lucky if we've got a thousand fishermen and yeah. not you know, commercial fishermen, and not all of them are you know are chasing mulloway. Um, so I think we need to do a bit more, a bit more research in the commercial yeah. space too. But you know, they've mentioned commercial. They've mentioned the reduction in charter now uh, to, I think it's to three mulloway uh, per boat. Yeah. Um, but there's been no mention of this cultural fishing trial. Uh, up on the north coast, where they had a, a, a local management plan um, being suggested that the cultural fisher should be able to take twenty mulloway per person per day. Um, there's been no talk of that being scaled back at all. So yeah. I'm interested to hear what the minister's views are on that, given that she's well, grappling with that issue at the moment. We're speaking with um, Pete Turnell tomorrow, so I'll ask that question about the, the cultural fishing if they're allowed twenty or not. Well, that was the, yeah, that was the proposal um, by the cultural fishers up there on the north coast that they should be allowed to take twenty yeah, per day, uh, which is just does it. Well, it's a, it's a slap in the face for everyone else if they can take twenty a day. And exactly, exactly, it doesn't. If this is a truly depleted stock, then everyone should be doing their bit. Yes, um, but I look. I think I think there needs to be a lot more transparency in. Okay in what's been put out to the fishermen in terms of the working group minutes. They're very, just like the trust minutes, they're very sanitised. Um, okay. They're very brief. They don't really tell you what's going on. You know, if there's presentations and, and studies that are presented to this working group, um, then I think the public should have be able to access them as well as an, as an appendix. Yeah. So Bobby, we can actually we're... see... Yeah, we were speaking to Bobby Dean earlier. He made a very good point that the mortality rate is very high on Mulloway when you catch them. And especially yeah. if you bring them up from deep water type of thing, they they are not going to survive. So yeah, no, I, think that well. always, I, I think that's always been the the problem with you know, even having a catch limit is that if you don't treat them treat them right, yes. you know, and you release them, the mortality rate's still pretty high. That's so right. but yeah, I think we we need to do some more work in this space, particularly on with research and particularly with being transparent. Um, as to what's actually happening with this recovery strategy because we just, from the outside looking in, people are just going, well, it seems to be getting worse and nothing seems to be changing in terms of our strategy. Okay, changing changing fish, kingfish. Kingfish, yeah. Well, look, um, you probably will remember probably about 12, 18 months ago there was a, a petition calling for slot sizes for dusky flathead and um, the, the department just uh, basically blindly listened to a petition and said, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, and now the same people are putting a petition to put a essentially a slot size for kingfish as well. Um, and we, you know, based on very similar flawed science um, about it, it seems like they're trying to increase... Obviously, the size for their for their charter businesses, not necessarily for the broader fisher fishermen, um, and try to manufacture an issue where there isn't one really. 
um, you know, this, if you look at the Victorian data, which is the same genetics to New South Wales, um, they've done proper biomass studies, and there's, there's plenty of kingfish floating around. Um, you know, sure, not every single person is catching one. You know, above that, you know, seventy-five centimeter mark or eighty centimeter mark, but people are still. You, you all you need to do is go on Facebook, and people are having a ball catching, catching tinnies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a silly petition out there at the moment. Um, you know, calling for a, a similar slot size like the dusky flathead, but it's not based on any any good science. Um, it just, yeah, it seems to be wanting to try and create a, a trophy. A trophy fishery rather yeah. than you know a quality managed fishery for everybody um you know when we're talking about a fish that clearly has um you know good high fertility rates because it's yes. you know, listed across the board as sustainable um you know i think the victorian data said there was i think they said seven trillion kingfish in their biomass study um which is yeah quite yeah. impressive that'd be a so long I'd, day I'd, of counting <laughs> don't like that for a job. No. Don't forget to carry it there. Don't forget to carry the one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like it's, it's it seems like you know why invite trouble? Um, yeah. Why change and, it is not broken. Well, that, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so if yeah, if a stock's going well, let's yeah. Let's not make trouble for ourselves. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Mulloway, there's still some issues. Trout, cro- trout cod yeah. is another one. We've had a recovery um, program for that since yeah. early 2000s as well. They don't seem to be improving to a great extent. Um, and, um, yeah, Labor are looking at doing another 10 year program, recovery program on that, even though they were highly critical, like I was in budget estimates uh, last year on on this recovery program. It hasn't seemed to have gotten us too far in, yeah. in the t- you know, 14, 15 years that we've been running it. So, um, you know, it's, sometimes it's the definition of stupidity is, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and you expect a different result. You know, you, you need to, you know, pardon the pun, maybe cast the net a little bit wider in terms of your strategies. Well, every um, state's got different strategies. If you go to Queensland, there's 60 centimetres and two fish in possession. WA 60 centimetres, three bag limit uh, yeah. with a combination of other large pelagics, which means if you kept three Spaniards, you can't keep a kingy. In good old Tassie, yeah. they're 45 centimetres and five bag limit, 10 in possession. Yeah. <laughs> Work that out. They're all the same species <laughs> all around Australia. Yeah, welcome, <coughs> welcome to Federation. That's it. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the big problem. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, there is no consistency, and the, and the, always the worry is when you push for consistency, you get you know, you get the worst of every single rule from every single state. Hey, wouldn't it be nice to change from a federation of states to a national system? It'd be oh, lovely. It would. Look, uh, it would definitely have its benefits. That's for sure. Yeah. But if you did that, then would all the the fishing well, we call no, it no, license. Would that all be incorporated no, in the same? If you go to a national system, it's the same all around Australia, whether it's driver's licences and everything. Just change Yeah, it but see, then system. the state governments don't get money. Can you they, see the they, flaw in your plan? Oh, <laughs> they, they, look, they still... They $300 for a couple of years for a licence? Yeah, jump! <laughs> 20 bucks for a piece of paper, come on! <laughs> yeah. Look, they still... They, they would still get money. The, the federal That's governments right. are essentially a... a, a 
fund fundraising government. That's all they do is yeah, distribute right. money to the states. But obviously, it's the it's the hooks and the clauses that come with that money that you need to be worried about. Yeah, well, the COVID, um, yeah, COVID show that, that show that the federal government doesn't have that much push or uh, cover over everything type yes, of thing. Yes, mm. it showed the yeah. states are sovereign. So, Mark, we better leave it there. We're running out of time, but thank you very much. And uh, I'll ask those questions to Pete Tenel tomorrow. Yeah, that'd be great. Cheers. Thanks, okay, Mark. thank Mark Benazek, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party from the Upper House of New South Wales. We better take a break. It is 17 minutes past six. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. There's been recommendations that we, we've got to put a statue up in yeah. this. Why? I came fourth. I want to make sure that nobody forgets what our Socceroos did at the World Cup. Only just beaten by the world champions of the men's game. On the statues or the Matildas, yeah. number four, I think it's a bit of virtue signalling. Weekdays from three. Steve E says, as we're about to go to a break, evening, Mr Hughes, or in Spanish, that would be buenas noches, <laughs> senor. <laughs> Thank you, Graham, for yet another tip. Tip on to the soccer bit with the kids. Yeah. One of my mate's kids was, was pretty good, you know, and it costs so much if you're into the reps. Oh, yeah, it's massive. Once you step up, it costs thousands. Listen, I, um, I love you. You're the goats of all radio, I reckon. We, we often talk about like rather than love, uh, Jim, but anyway. Yeah, such a strong word, love. I love you. I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is 2SM. Talking Sport. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. Decent supply. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au Coming home, coming Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP02527 ACT TP230451 SAT22327. T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 20 minutes after 6. What are you doing for uh, What are you doing for Father's Day tomorrow, Blakey? Well, I should be eating leftover ice creams after the <laughs> four-year-old granddaughter's <laughs> <laughs> birthday party today. She's having an ice cream party. How cool is that? I, I, I dig that. Two hours of an ice cream truck. <laughs> can, can you get the chocolate ones? You know, they dunk them in the chocolate and it goes hard. I hope so. I hope so. With the the flake sticking out of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. Actually, yeah, tomorrow will be a quiet day. Do some work around the house. We're we're doing up the boat ramp at home at the moment, so... uh, Oh, as you do. Well, got to. As you do. Got the boat ramp, right? Hmm? All these blocks, two metres by 500 by 500, sandstone blocks. Yeah, bloody expensive and heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Your, um, Your boat ramp's made of sandstone. No, they're putting sandstone blocks down the, down the oh, side the of the side. boat ramp. Oh, yeah. so the beautification. We'll keep the, so we, this is all fluff. We've had No, we've had three floods in the last couple of years, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> this is repair work. Speaking of floods, Queensland copped it I during the week. I thought we were going to talk about fluff. <laughs> <laughs> Queensland copped it during the week with regards to storms. Gympie had a really big hang storm on, come on, through there. On. It's spring. That's what they get. Crackers of an afternoon. Cracker storms of an afternoon. Yeah. And look, there's not that many storms up there because Kieran's still down here. Yeah. So it's fairly peaceful up there. But let's go to Swanee and Yvonne and find out. <laughs> Morning, Swanee and Yvonne. How are you? I bet you were worried when he first moved up there that he'd become a pain in the backside and be always there. And I, I don't think he's been there since he's moved up there, has he? He doesn't have to move up there to be a pain in the backside. Morning, had a bloke come round and looked his lawn the other day. I've been mowing it and spray his weeds. And, and Greggy looked at it and he said, if I spray this, it'll be dirt. Yeah. <laughs> when the weeds die, it's You always get con to take care of it. Concrete. <laughs> I like my lawns. I like my yeah. lawns. We were lucky, actually, with the storms. We didn't get much here. We got a bit of thunder and lightning that uh, Gibby copped it, as you said. But uh, yeah. I think I'll have to cop one too. We uh, we were very lucky. We had one clap of thunder and lightning right over the top of the house at about about ten o'clock, I think, on Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. I can't remember. Uh, night, Wednesday night, nearly blew us out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like it when you guys get storms because you know my daughter lives not, uh, not far from from where you are, and she always uh, sends me messages or rings me, Dad. What's the weather going to do? I'm planning on doing blah blah blah. So I, it, it's always good to make contact. Hey, hang with on, them. why wouldn't you get her to ring Paul Burke? Sorry? Why wouldn't you get to the ring Paul Burt? He's the weatherman up there. No. The weatherman. I'm no. the kangaroo weatherman. Hang there. on. Don't you get it, Blakey? It's good because he gets to speak to his daughter. Oh, see, okay. See, Yvonne's on the pace. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You yeah, you're right, yeah. Yvonne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when she rings me, I just ring Paul Burt and say, what the hell's the weather yeah. doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, dear. we'd better do a fishing report. Yeah, well, we can. The football's over. There's no St. George. There's yeah. no Parramatta. <laughs> There's no CS. Parramatta got two points this week. Yeah. Look at the boy. Everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, we had the super moon, of course, this week and just turned everything on. Um, and we just had absolutely perfect weather all week with the smooth seas, light and variable winds. And here we are Saturday and it's blowing up from the southeast at 20 knots again. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that big glow formed off New South Wales and it's going to push the surf up a bit too. The seas a bit, they said. Uh, they said it's going to knock off a bit tomorrow and then uh, go back and drop right off a bit 
next week, so hopefully. Uh, but I'd fish, stick to the estuaries today and see what happens tomorrow as far as fishing out side is concerned, which is a shame because uh, the mackerel have come back on uh, around about around the gearings and uh, and uh, around the uh, blinker marker and Murphy's Reef. Just look on the sound and when you get a chance to get out and have a go, have a look for the bait squirrels and just troll around those and you shouldn't have any trouble getting a feed on Spanish. Um, those who got out to the wide banks too, uh, out to the Barwon banks and Calandra wide um, earlier in the week, uh, they found plenty of snapper, uh, plenty of amberjack, all sorts of reef species. Uh, really worth the trip out there if you've got the money for the fuel. Um, the beaches also fired up full moon, Taylor and Jew taken off the beach of a night time. Um, a few brim taken during the day and a few whiting starting to show up. Um, a lot of the boys have been putting their sand crab pots in, putting the pots in, uh, crab pots in, uh, just a couple of K out on the sand and going doing a day's fishing and pulling up, getting a feed of sand crabs and red spot crabs. So that's worth a try. Um, yeah, the river. Um, on that full moon, mate, uh, we've got the app on the Facebook here and come through some of the fish we caught early in the week there or during the week, uh, some big dew on uh, hard-bodied lures, uh, 15 kilo photo, 15 kilo-ish looking one there, at least up to 30 pounds. Uh, plenty of flathead on soft plastics, big flathead too. Well, of course, from here right through to Christmas is probably one of the best times for flathead in the river. Uh, I was picking the pot up on it was a Wednesday morning, about half past two, three o'clock in the morning, went down to get the crab pot. So I didn't do any good. I put it in last uh, the other night and I got three crabs, so that's the first lot I'd got over this moon. I did a lot better last year, but the river was a lot more raining and uh, pushing the crabs down last year, but still got a feed. Uh, but I noticed there was a pulling his boat out over at the ramp as I was driving home, so I drove around always looking for a fishing report, and it turned out to be a young bloke that I've spoken to before. He just fishes... Uh, the right tides, he calls them the tides and the, and the moon phase for barra exclusively. And uh, he didn't have any barra, but he, I said, how'd you go anyhow? He said, here's a live herring in the coddle. He got four mangrove jacks, uh, three school dew and two flatheads. Yeah, good all catch. Released. He's, yeah. got plenty of, he's got plenty of barra in the fridge, he said, in the freezer at home. So he released all fish, so, you know, they really went gangbusters. Um, there's still plenty of moon there, so I'd advise, you know, everyone have a fish in the river. You know, I'll leave the outside alone today. The river's fired up. Uh, a few, and there are the crabs kicking around on the full moon too. Um, there's a few whiting turned up too. I talked about there about half a dozen really nice whiting that he caught on uh, little tiny soldier crabs. They really like those little soldier crabs. Uh, if you get any worms, it'll be good. I noticed we're over, uh, over at Bly Bly, we were on the other day, and, uh, and just opposite the uh, car wash there, there's, I noticed there's a little tackle shop that I didn't know was there called Baitmasters, so I thought they got a live worm sign up, so I thought I'd go and check them. They were beach worms, so I was hoping they'd be blood worms, because you can't... Uh, Use a fork in the Maroochee River. You got to dig it by hand. That's fun, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Uh, we'll see some blokes there. From when we first came up, we took them both for a run up the river. Uh, when we first moved up here, looking for fishing spots, found a good garfy spot around the, past the blind on the up around the corner over the weed beds there, and on the other side was low tide. Here's three blokes on their hands and knees and scooping the mud back towards themselves and getting bloodworms. Oh, that looks like a bit of hard work to me. Uh, anyhow, that's the only way you can get them here. Well, anyhow, I spoke to a young friend in the tackle shop. It's a good little tackle shop, I'll tell you, uh, bait master. So uh, he's going to see about getting the bloodworm license. You've got to have all sorts of licenses now before you can sell them. So, yeah, he said it was a bit of a too hard basket, but he said there were a lot of people asked for them. So he's uh, got my number. He's going to give me a ring and let me know what happens. Uh, yeah, that's about it, mate. The river's fired up and, and uh, it'll still fish pretty good for the next few days. Uh, worth a try. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you for that, Swanee and Evan. You have a great day, and we'll send Kieran back up soon. Okay. okay. <laughs> Listen to the enthusiasm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Have a great day. Yeah, not as if we haven't got enough to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for the finals. He loves referees, you know. Oh, He'll tell you what they're doing wrong. I wonder if he complained about the female referee last night. Did he? Or the night before. Yeah, that female referee. I thought, First time I thought was... she did a good job. Yeah, I did too. Who was it? Do you know? Do you remember her name? No. Uh, no. Yeah, you're right. If it's a female, there'll be something wrong with her. <laughs> You've known him too long, Yvonne. I certainly have. <laughs> Thanks for that. Have a great day. We'll be back Thanks, with more of High Tide soon. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au for over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more, Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Hot, hot, what you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Save on hot water energy use by up to 73% With Ream Ambi Heat Heat Pump Install the Ream Except nothing less than Australia's best You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded And you wouldn't walk on your roof, blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. 
Are you thinking of making a move away from the hustle and the bustle of city life? Maybe you've got a few acres and a new country-style house in mind. Huh? Well, whatever you're after, you can build it very, very easily with Pal Kit Homes. Find out more at Pal Kit Homes. That's P A L. P-A-L-KitHomes.com.au or phone them. Pal Kit Homes, their telephone number is 1-800-024-912. 1-800-024-912. Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances using patented Sixth Sense technology. Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. That's the best result for you, your family and the environment. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 27 to 7 here on High Tide. Yes, Mr. Blake. Just before we go to Paul Burt, uh, no carrots for the next few weeks. He's in Europe, so there's no tips until I think about the... First week in October? Yes. So no racing? So no racing tips. If I should have thought and, and had a chat to a few people and come up with one, but then then people oh, will abuse do me. You, do you just I'm, ask here and he'll tell you who gets all the tips? He gets all the tips, doesn't he? He gets all the tips. Yeah. Let's go to Mr. Bird. No, no, I've got to tell you, I warn you about this man. Yes. I've got to warn you. We know he's very good at some things. He's a brilliant fisherman. He knows a hell of a lot about boats. So good on the drone scene. Yes. Can be a bit of a problem. Yeah. Uh, not not popular with the ducks. Okay. But I was sitting at home during the week and it popped up on my YouTube because, of um, you know, Step Outside with Paul Bird is a YouTube channel, which yeah. you should be all subscribed to. It popped up and I thought, oh, I'll learn something about fishing. So I clicked the button. This is what I heard. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Mr. Bert, please, please, is that your best singing voice? Key Largo. <laughs> I want to take a little cocoa You don't look. We'll get there fast and then we'll take it slow. <laughs> I was Whoa. always going to have a, a bit of a sledge at you on that. But you know what I love, Paul? I love how no, you just Grant don't Lilly. you don't care. It's about having fun, enjoying it. and it's just cool. It's called thick skin. Yeah, having, you know, have a laugh with yourself. Why the hell not? So I give you kudos, yeah. buddy. But that scared Thanks, the hell out of me, I've got to be honest. You could have played the quack quack. Thank you so much, mate. Thank you, thank you. And, you know, I, I do, look, I have a... Uh, I have a, a you know a, a voice that um, you know that I would vote no for as well. But anyway, um, <laughs> but he's dancing you know, with the he's using Blakey, the salt shaker, Blakey. Yes. He's using the salt shaker, the grinder, as his like maracas. <laughs> I'll leave that. You got to go and see. You got to go and see. My size A cup maracas. That's it. Oh, <laughs> oh, it was so funny. <laughs> You're jealous, Blake. Yeah. Yes, it was. Just, it was a bit of fun there, Grant, and that's what we love to have. Totally. You know, it's a, I take the. I'm, I'm, I just take the Mickey and you know have a have a bit of a, a stab in the dark and see what comes up at the end. And 
the beauty of, of, of owning your own show, you can do what you want. I don't really care. And the beautiful thing, you know, Paul, the thing that you, sometimes we, we neglect and, and, and working in radio and TV and motorsport and horse racing for so long, we can all take everything a bit too bloody seriously, to be honest. At the end of the day, you've got to entertain. Yeah, yeah you, you do, mate. And that's the thing is, you know, we get we get a, a lot of a lot of people, um, you know, back messaging us heaps, hundreds. And I do apologise if you're listening and I haven't got back to you. I'm, I'm sorry. I, you know, we, we get a lot, but it's um, it's people just like that stuff. You know, it's just a bit of fun. It's natural, old-fashioned Aussie. You know, take it and win. And, and Australians are like that. Okay, we we barrack behind the Matildas, and, I, and you know, we got behind the Matildas because they're they Aussies getting in amongst and into into a World Cup, we're like, wow. Well, you know, it's sort of gone now. It's just like, um, you know, in some of, um, you know, um, the, the, the America's Cup with, with Bondi and Hawk. You know, we're going to give Australia a bloody day off. You know, all this sort of stuff. Like, we all barrack behind it. But no one knows about much about the America's Cup now unless you're a serious yachty. Like, no one else cares. Like, when something can, comes in, Aussie, get behind it and barrack behind it and go hard. Yeah. And then, you know, when it's over, we going to the next legend and that's what happens that's what we, do. we love it so if I can throw a little bit of humour out there my way then yeah it's all good and I've always worked on the philosophy I'd rather sledge myself because at least I know I'm not going to get offended oh mate I get, I get offended some things I say about myself <laughs> <laughs> oh, how's, good old cack. how's the fishing been up there this week Mate, I went whiting fishing yesterday for diver whiting in the bay, and it was really good. You know, we, we, we did well. We got some good whiting, uh, some good uh, some good divers. They'll dive whiting, so there's no bag, uh, no size limit. Sorry, uh, in Queensland on diver whiting or what we call winter whiting. However, there uh, there's a bag limit of fifty per person. They're a great bait to use um, for red emperor cold trout. So if you get the smaller, you know, sort of uh, four to six inch models, um, you keep those for for bait. And the larger, you know, sort of uh, 12-inch to 14-inch models you keep for, for, for food because they are such a seriously sweet delicacy of a whiting. You know, I think they trumpet out over over summer whiting. And I, you know, love the King George whiting because they're a decent-sized fish and you get a lot of a lot of flavour out of them. Um, but the whiting, winter whiting, you know, they're, they're pretty much on par the, 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 to a uh, to a King George. But, you know, you, uh, you they're a lot smaller. So, you know, you just have to do a lot more fillets. But they're a great one. So they're around in Morton Bay, top end of St. Helena, out of the Green Zone, of course, and also out around Amity Banks, there's a few, uh, just off the Rouse Channel, again, out of the, um, the Green Zones. And there's been plenty of, uh, of, of diver whiting also on the Gold Coast Broadwater. So I was talking about Morton Bay before. Uh, now we're talking about the Broadwater off the Gold Coast, where there's some beautiful catches in there. The main channel opposite Runaway Bay and Crab Island's pretty good. The deep hole where you put your boat there every now and then, Blakey up near SeaWorld, it's got yep. a few in it. And the main channel running down towards the Southport Yacht Club's also got them as well. So they've been around. Um, offshore fishing has been good for snapper and pearl perch, also tusk fish on the 36 and 42s, um, fathom grounds, and out on the 50s, which is uh, about 27, sort of 27.52, 27.53, uh, one, uh, 153.46 on your GPS line. You could probably get down to about 28.01, 28.02 as well, which is the old Burley trap mark. Um, there's been some good snaps there. Uh, bigger snapper down the end of the town, um, sort of up around that two to three kilo mark, uh, which are good fish. Um, they're a great fish. And up off Morton Island, they've been a lot smaller. Lots of them, but just a little bit smaller. So, But it's easy to bag out. You're only allowed four fish per person, one over 70 centimetres. 
um, and only a maximum of eight fish per boat. So if there's three mates on a boat, eight fish, two mates on a boat, you know, um, eight fish. Now, One Paul, on a boat, four fish. Yeah. Paul, those diver whiting, what sort of a rig would you use in bait? Mate, yeah, we, we, we changed it up yesterday. Quite often we'll run a Patanossa rig, so I'll put like a small snapper weight on the bottom there. Uh, which you get from Anaconda, just those little tiny ones, and like a snap, snap a teardrop. Um, and, and you'll run the... I'd be going a, a size six. Size four is generally long shank hook or mid shank hook. In a muster, it'd be uh, model number 4190, uh, which is an intermediate hook. Um, but you generally go a size four for whiting. Right. But we've been using a six because these fish can be a little bit smaller as well. Um so size six, mid shank or long shank, chemically sharpens an ideal. So two of those above your your, um, your weight. Um, so the, the whole rig should be about three, maybe four foot long. And in the middle of that, you've got two offshoots on your pattern off to rig your loops, and then you've got your sink on the bottom. That works a treat. But yesterday, we just did a standard running rig. Um, so we just had the, a size two ball sinker going to a swivel, two foot of trace, six, six pound litre. Uh, going down to that uh, that, that mid shank size six, and uh, mate, we just use some squid tentacles uh, off the tweed bait. So we just cut off the head, take the tentacles, and just loop it on like a worm. Uh, beach worms would work well. Yabbies will work well. They're quite a ferocious feeder, um, but there's been plenty of those, mate. That's the sort of rig that we would that we'd use. Okay, burling up not always the best. Yeah. Okay. Have you tried using lures at all for them? Mate, I have. ZX lures work a treat. We caught okay. them yesterday on ZX lures. Um, they're like a vibe, and, and they work really well. Uh, they, they, they do a, a fantastic job on them. But also, because where you catch whiting, you generally get bycatch of flounder or even flathead, um, and sometimes brim. So the ZX is a, a, a great 41s or 43s. They're, they're the size, and uh, mate, they just they crushed it. Like okay. yesterday, and all the time, I really love looking those ZX lures. I've, I can't fault them. Um, the reel that we were using yesterday, they've got the new Sedonas out, and geez, um, they're a beautiful reel. They've got the Hagani gearing in them, which is generally left for the top-end models of the Shimano reels, so for your Stratic, Stellas, and all that sort of stuff. And, but now they've, they've brought that down into the um, the next grade of, of lures, uh, sorry, of reels, being the Sedonas. And my dad just incredible. And, and they're... They're really, really good reel for the price, the price point. And you're not paying a lot of money like the other ones. And um, so we're running a 2500 and also the C3000 HG, HG Santa High Gear. So I use that one for spinning, also for brim, also for flathead, everything. Um, and I've got that on a, on a Raider 2P702, uh, which is a 2 to 4 kilo uh, spin stick. And that stuff there is just great. So if you're casting lures, it's a, I like using a rod that's multifunctional. Why have, you know... A thousand different rods in your in your room. Yep, the suppliers will love it. Tackle shops will love it because you're buying it. But you know, try and use something that's going to be a little bit more multifunctional for you. Whether you're casting a soft plastic for a flatty, or you're going broom fishing, or you're going to go whiting fishing like we did. That rod did it all. You know, I don't need to have three different rods. Okay, but um, that that's that's how I generally play. Okay, that sounds good to me. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. No drums at all. No worries. Um, but other than that, guys, yeah, I mean, we've got strong southerlies up today, a little bit of swell pushing in from that load that's popped up off of you guys to the south. And, oh. yeah, so it's going to be a bit of a, a – uh, it's a beautiful weekend, dry weather. Um, we had some storms come through. Oh, I went um, – I, I, I grabbed the – I was stupidly um, sitting with a few of Suzuki boys uh, a little while ago on the motorcycle side of things and also the marine side with, uh, with Lewis. And Damn. 
said, let's get a motorbike and chuck a rod on the back and go burning down a track. I think we had a few beers. And anyway, so... <laughs> we thought we thought when we saw the run sheet from Kieran saying uh, he wants to talk about motorbike fishing, we thought Kieran had had a few beers. <laughs> well, no, because... So I, I got a call and said, look, it's, it's happening. I've got this new bike in. It's an 800. And I went, holy shit. I don't know. <laughs> and we got a 250. I said, I'll take the cute one. And they said, you can't call a motorbike cute. <laughs> so anyway, so I, got, I got the cute one. And, mate, I got some. So we had the two bikes, an 800 and a 250. Had the camera crew all out there. And we went out to a property out west and beautiful, beautiful, gorgy country sort of stuff, you know, gorge and deep waters and ponds and all that stuff. Anyways. I just got a bit of PVC tubing and uh, drilled a couple of holes in it and strapped that to the back of the bike. Put that rod that I was just mentioning to you guys, the Raider with the Sedona, and uh, a couple of lures, and, mate, down the tracks we burn. And, um, mate, we are motoring. She had nearly come off, but it was good. <laughs> I could just great. see you going under trees, chopping out rods. I can see the intro for this one. Get out on the highway. He'll be singing again. He'll be singing again. <laughs> You don't think you'd look like an easy rider? <laughs> Come here, kid. It'll end the same. <laughs> I needed a quad. I went, where's the extra wheels? <laughs> That's the way to go. <laughs> but it was fun. So, you know, but the beauty was we could go to different spots and just, you know, you see a paddock, you just go across the paddock and, you know, through the cow dung and away you go, make sure the fences are down. And, uh, and, and you just, we pulled up some magnificent spots and, we got into some beautiful native Australian bass. We caught carp. You know, we caught turtles. We caught everything. It was just, you know, normal outback wild fishing. And uh, and we threw a little yabby pot in there and got some uh, some little crays and stuff and chucked those on the hook. And it was really it was really cool. So I can't wait to uh, to bring that to life uh, through our TV show. Wouldn't it have be been easier just to use a collapsible or a folding rod? Mate, uh, well, it was a two-piece. So uh, it, it just, it's, it's well, it, mate, it's the... It's the flare there, Blake. <laughs> it's the flare, you know. You got to, it, it looks. Like, it's you know, look at me. I've got a fishing rod on my bike. <laughs> yeah. Then you know an ironing board sitting on your back. You know, That's back, it. Back. <laughs> <laughs> oh the, dear. The, the shorter trees, but okay. It, it, it was good. We did it safely, and uh, but we had uh, we had fun. And uh, Rob Despido from from Suzuki did well. But that was the new. Crossover 250 Suzuki bike and um, the so cute one. Awesome. Okay, yeah, the cute one. <laughs> but I didn't know motorbikes had ABS brakes. Absolutely, ABS and traction control if you've got a good one. Yeah, yeah. Mate, my, I had no idea. My bike has ABS, and she went really. She was beautiful. It's like riding a Harley. Yeah, and if you're if you're off, you know, off off road or in your, in the wet, my bike's got ABS. Absolute got absolute must to be honest with you. Yeah. My right. Harley doesn't have any of that no, stuff on no. it. It's just dump, 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 dump. Well, learn, like I said, you don't call a motorbike cute. <laughs> <laughs> a question <laughs> fraught with danger. I'll have the cute one here. You don't call a motorbike cute. A question that's fraught with danger. What's on step outside tomorrow? <laughs> or today? Oh, it's repeat you know, day today. He knows that. You'll get for this weekend. You'll have to listen to High Tide tomorrow morning so I can do my homework and let you know. <laughs> get on your birdie. <laughs> oh, dear. Sing us out to the break, would you? All right. Um, uh, what, I, what, what do you want? What do you want? Oh, I Kokomo. Kokomo. Uh, I mean, the Beach Boys were all about harmony and, uh, you know. It was. Um, but tell me, I like, I like the one you guys do. John Williamson, yeah, yeah. It was a yabby, and it didn't sleep. <laughs> there was only one day it came up our line. 
and it decided to creep. When all fish came up, the damn thing weeped. <laughs> <laughs> See you, bud. Thank you, Paul. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. Look, unfortunately, too many arms of government telling us what to do. It starts with your local council, then it follows through to state politics, and of course it ends up with federal politics. That's right, and I mean, nothing ever gets repealed, does it? Oh, this is for your own good, we're going to put this in. They just slowly eat into your personal choices until one day we won't have any personal choices left. Brent Boltitude has Sydney talking. If mild arthritis or other aches and pains are getting you down, it might be time you did as others have done and try Arbor Vitae Joint Health. Others just like Tracy. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arbor Vitae. That's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U. Or you can phone Arbor Vitae on 1300 879 863. Every mine eventually comes to an end, but the use of the land never should. It's why Glencore is a leader in mine rehabilitation in Australia, working to return Glencore coal mines to native forests and usable farmland. We do this because we believe it's the responsible thing to do. To learn more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore, advancing everyday life. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. This is the sound of David finding a bargain on his car insurance. Woohoo! And this is the sound of what that bargain may cost David in the long run. <sighs> that's right, that's the sound of bargain regret, which can be very expensive. Worried about cheap insurance? Who offers great value cover you won't regret? Amy does. Lucky. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the PDS at amy.com.au and consider whether it's right for you. TMD also available. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. I think we must have talked the boss into coming back to work because we sledged him so much because he wasn't there last week. Oh, don't we have Baldrick today? No Baldrick. We've got Matt from Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle. Morning, Matt. I have a cunning plan. Um, <laughs> yes, actually, after Grant, good morning. After you brought that up, I did watch, I, I might have said, I watched some seasons of Blackadder again. Yeah, how good <laughs> is it? How good I is quite it? I liked it. But um, is it, what's, a, what, what's his name that does the, is it Tim... Um, uh, who, what's Baldrick's name? Oh, I I can't he remember. Does a travel show. He does a few other stuff. He does. He, he, he does, does some ar- 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 archaeology stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, which are really good. 
time too. He's an interesting guy. Um, but I'll find out what that is for next week. But what about fishing? Uh, what about fishing? We've had a much warmer than usual, I'm sure, and this has happened everywhere, August, and every, I've ever seen, I must say. And um, just the last of the first couple of days of happy spring, by the way. Uh, first couple of days of spring, obviously. That suddenly change came through. Puffing now, but I think we got most of it last night, but what I can see out there, and it seems to be petering off. Seas come up a little bit, but there's a little bit of a few little showers around. Uh, all in all, though, it's mid-20s today, I think, and then um, a much better fishing day tomorrow. But the guys have been, over the week that was, <coughs> the guys have been able to get out and have a fish. Um, now, what got caught? Still some blackfish off the main bake wall, albeit they are tentative. Um, I think they're coming to the end of their their um, season in there. Um, they're there, but really, really finicky. So try some six-pound leader rather than eight, or even go to five, but... I can't can't really see the tie that, so I figure it's to stick with six. Um, and a lighter float might be the way to go there. Uh, they are starting to get some brim in there. They've come a little bit late, and they were some good quality fish too, around um, 35 to 40 centimetres I saw during the week. They were on prawns and um, mullet bait. Um, the beach is a little patchy, still the odd jewfish coming off um, this end of Barubi. Um, so also some jewfish off Ingle Bay, up around the spit. Um, Box Beach, some brim there at the northern end of the rocks. Um, the guys outside early on in the week, uh, Peter Silcott was able to get up to Broughton. A few pan-sized reds up there, but more importantly, when he came in here, he got a 16 kilo long tail. There's some long tail around in the boat, like um, still at this time of year, which is sort of unusual, as is with the seasons too. Well, there was some magpies sweeping some people two weeks ago at the, at the reserve in the path next door, and I... They don't even know what date it is. They don't start until September normally. <laughs> so something's, uh, something's gone lucky. Um, uh, yeah, some long tails in the base. So Peter Silcock got one. Uh, John Kirk was telling me he got a few on flies into the saltwater fly fishing, and that was a, a mission. He got an 11 kilo one, which is all right, and then he ended up with a 17 kilo one, which really pulled his arms off and took him about an hour and something on the fly gear. So um, some different style of fishing. He ties his own flies there. Uh, some small jewfish at the Middle Island change of tide there. And Drummer have been a little bit patchy and hard to find off the rocks this winter, but a few have been taken off Fisherman's Bay and Boat Harbour during the week. So sort of something for everybody. And as we move into spring, hopefully uh, the crabs will start. We know um, they're Kieran's favourite. Um, and there you go. That's sort of us. That's right. For, um, for September. How did the race, you obviously for the race tips. No, no, no. No race tips for a few weeks. Carrots is in Europe. Oh, so we just have to wing it. That's it. We have to wing it. We have to go for our own. Everyone will be having withdrawals. What are you? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone will be saving money. Um, oh, yeah, now you've just made... You've just turned Saturday into a no-fun day, Alan. Come on, oh, you It's okay. no fun if you... Uh, no, I, mean, I, won, uh, I won $12 on... What was it? The Oslo Oz or Powerball or whatever it was. 40 million bucks. <laughs> to get that 12 bucks, it cost me 28 So there you go. Um, Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle, 49820711. And as always, Alan, where are we? Salamander Bay, Salamander Way, near Coles Express Service Station. Next to the pub, you can get ice there, you can get gas there. Fancy get, diesel. Fancy diesel and get a bit of bait. Oh, friendly service. Oh, I don't want to read those out. That will make people cry. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget the friendly service and advice. Oh, yes. I, I don't know where you get that from. but uh, 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 Look, you blokes have a nice Saturday, and I can, I'll be here at just so you know, I'll be here in the morning. Okay, look oh, forward to it. Two days okay, in a two row. Days in a row. Good yeah, to see. No, it means he's got three weeks worth of holiday coming up. Either number seven, year number seven or eight. I can't remember. Yeah. And I'm sleeping in. You can tell, Kieran, I'm sleeping in until the public holiday is, which is the end of September. The last, okay. The long weekend. Then we'll start opening at five. Daylight saving. Okay. Yeah, day, daylight, daylight saving. Have a great Saturday. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Matt. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Matt from uh, Dust Salamander Bait and Tackle. You're heading out today. The weather is not looking too bad. It's it's going to change. It's going to get more pleasant as the day goes on. So uh, the tip would be make your way over to the heads. If it doesn't look like it's your cup of tea, do some estuary fishing. Yes. If it's looking like you've got a boat that can handle it and you've been out in those conditions before, it's going to get better, not worse, according to the BOM. According to the BOM. <laughs> Safe boating, everyone. Thank you for listening. Don't forget free Club Marine Insurance with any Stacey BMT package. Go and check today. out blakesmarine.com.au. That is the program for today, and as Kieran would normally say at this time, keep your eye on the sky. The dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.